In our book, EL Excellence Every Day, we discuss mindset, and it's called, um, it's chapter two, Essential Mindsets. And so this actually brings up a larger issue in education about implicit bias. So implicit bias means that you have a bias, you're just not consciously aware of it. So you're not doing it on purpose. A lot of times, the most obvious implicit bias is how we were raised compared to our students. So you have a certain set of expectations of students and of their parents based on your experiences with your parents. So if you continue through this lens, you'll never really get to know your students just because they're, you're making a value judgment about their parenting. Now, there are certain things uh, that are obvious. Abuse, neglect, um, not being able to provide. Those are things that are bigger issues. But we're talking about, for instance, when um, certain kids ask, can I see it? They mean they want to hold whatever you're showing them. And then, of course, we say, you see with your eyes. But not everyone can look and remember. Some people are kinesthetic learners. So you even have a bias towards how you learn. And that's generally your strength when teaching. So if you're an auditory learner, you're going to talk a lot more in your class and not every kid is equipped. So the essential mindset basically is is essential to being and having culturally relevant materials so that they can connect with what they're learning. So for instance, if you're teaching sequence of events, something everyone can relate to is how you get ready in the morning for school. I wake up, I make my bed, I brush my teeth, I do this, I do that. So it doesn't have to be technically an ethnic culture, but think about things that are common in everyday life. I found that Even when there is a shared culture between students and the teacher, it doesn't necessarily mean you're culturally uh, conscious. I had a student teacher who grew up in the next town over from um, where I taught. Her first language was Spanish. She, her parents immigrated here from South America. And so she actually had a lot in common with my sixth graders. But for some reason, she couldn't come up with culturally relevant materials. And so she's teaching folk tales, and instead of using the ones that are very common, she started using Chinese folk tales. And so, okay, usually a folk tale has a pattern, but when you initially introduce something, You want to use something that the students know so that you can 
pull from there and then eventually challenge them. Honestly, because of this lack of connection, she really never developed behavior management. My students basically knew what good teaching was, knew she wasn't doing it, and didn't give her respect. Um, of course, they sat there and, you know, did what she said, but you could hear the huffing and puffing and rolling the eyes. And one time, even a student asked me, did the principal say this was okay? I'm like, just, you know, let Miss So-and-so practice. Um, many of our students grew up in the, um, and lived in the apartments down the street, the, what they called projects down the street. Now, compared to other areas, I considered them apartments. It was a really nice place, and um, she was talking about their backyard outside. And so that wasn't an experience many of them had, even when living in something like two-family houses. Their landlord wouldn't let them go out and play in the backyard. Um, so we discussed, you know, something that they would all have in their house they could measure, like a window or in their apartment, you know, using things that are common to everyone. The other thing was... Um, she was dead set on doing a, um, a uh, lesson on uh, tornadoes. And she talked about how, you know, have you seen a tornado? Have you seen this type of tornado? I mean, it's Hudson County. No, these kids have never seen a tornado. You need to show it to them. And ask questions. It was just very not connected to anything in their real world. Um, this raises a bigger issue in terms of, um, you know, even how students learn. You know, so one might expect like she did, oh, well, they just need to do it because I said so. But the truth is, is that we always need to have the students understand why they're learning and how it's a benefit to them just like when you take a graduate course if the content doesn't match to actual classroom practice it feels very futile um, you're going to watch a video about how certain students are treated differently when it comes to classroom management so in terms of getting kicked out of the class and whatnot, and the detrimental it affects this, um, the, this treatment has on the students and their learning and their connectedness to school. So if you're always sending one kid out of the room in particular, they now know you don't want them because when we went to school, if you acted up, you got sent to the principal's office. But for certain students, and, and you know what? We went to the principal's office, it never happened again. But for certain students, every time you send them out of the room, they're less connected and they care less about being in school. Because 
they know no one wants them. No one wants them in the class. That's the message you're sending them, which is why shifting your mindset really does um, help with connecting to students and getting them to do their work. So hopefully this was um, kind of a clearer connection between the text and actual practice.